Hello and welcome to another captive episode of Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burrows. And we have just come from the cinema and we have seen Captive State. Yeah. And it um it lives up to that title, I feel. It it does. Um because um I don't know what the runtime is, but it felt like I was in a captive state for like four years. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and agree with him. Uh yeah, it, it felt like by the time I got out of this film the 10 years that this film takes place uh, in the future, I felt like we left and we were already there. Is that, is that, it, do we watch it in real time? I think so. I, I think so. We, I think we did. I think this is, this might be the longest movie ever made. That might be a good thing though. Who's the president now? I, well, I don't know. We just, we just got out. Yeah. I so, have no idea. We're going to have to check. You tell us. Yeah. Does Google still work? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, of course, no spoilers up top. Right. Um, you know, we'll just, uh, tell you what we thought and then there'll be a spoiler section later. Yes. Yes. So, so, so who, uh, who wrote and directed this thing? Oh yeah. Well, I'm so glad you asked. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, Rupert Wyatt, uh, is the director and co-writer. Oh, um, Wyatt. yeah. The, uh, the other lady who wrote it was Erica Beanie. Uh, and if that name sounds familiar, it shouldn't. Uh, cause she's wrote nothing. There's like one film from like 2003 uh, that nobody knows existed, and she wrote that. Uh, Rupert, however, uh, he directed Rise of the Planet of the Apes, uh, and I believe he also co-wrote some of those as well. Uh, doesn't have a lot on his writing record. Um, no, I can see why. It shows. I've not seen Rise of the Planet of the Apes. It's all right. I saw which was the last one? War of the Planet of the Apes. I've seen that one. Okay. Unwillingly, but I did see it. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. Were you in a captive state when you saw War of the Planet of the Apes? I was in a bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was midsummer, no power at my flat. Right. And uh, it was very hot. Yeah. So I went to the cinema. That was all that was playing. For the AC. Yeah. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, it was not a bad film, but also... He had nothing to do with it, so I guess yeah, that's right. It's all irrelevant. Yeah, we'll cut right. that. We'll cut that. Um, yeah. So look, uh, he so he's the director and the writer, and uh, you know, here's the thing. I think he's probably a very capable director. Uh, I don't think that he's. I, I can't even say that with a straight face. This film is almost unwatchable to me. I I uh, this film feels like the director had no clue what they were doing. They were just like, oh, oh, uh, film that person running. All right, cut. Next, but can we film you walking at a fast pace? There is, I want to say, well, at half to three quarters of this film is cameras walking behind people walking fast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not even wrong. This film only has like an hour and 49 minute runtime. So even if you take half of that, it is almost an hour of film of just people walking quickly. Yeah, mate. I, I don't understand. I, I honestly, I do not understand what just happened. And I'm not so sure if it's the directing that suffers a, a little bit because I feel like there's a lot of shaky cam stuff where it doesn't need to be. Right. Again, we, we you get the feeling like almost like it's a found footage film when when they're following people 
it often feels like someone's bouncing up and down with a camera. Yeah. So have you not heard of a steady cam? Yeah. Use it. Uh, yeah. So the, and I don't know if that was for like gritty effect. Or, uh, yeah. uh, I'm not, you know, I don't know because it's not it's not a found footage film. No, not at all. It's not, not at, at all. all. So yeah. it shouldn't feel like one. Yeah. But it sort of does. Um, yeah. But what I was going to say is that you know. I don't know why I was going to try to defend him, but yeah, maybe that is direction. But the story, I feel like, is where this really suffers because it feels like they were trying to be clever, right? Yeah. Didn't it, you were it, like, yeah. They thought, they were like, hey, we, we're <laughs> this, done good. Right here. We've got it. Yeah. yeah. But you, you can't just be clever. That's that's not a film. You know what I mean? It's it, There's, there's got to be, you know, Ocean's Eleven is clever, but there's a movie going on there. You yeah. know what I mean? There's yeah. things that are happening. There's characters that they, you know, we meet that we care about and they all kind of interact and we're all like, oh, how is yeah. it all going to end up? Uh, this honestly doesn't have any of that. It's, I, I oh my. Do you, um, uh, you want to talk about casting? Sure. Uh, look, I'm, I want to get this done faster than the film. That's, that's where I am. I need to get free. Um, so the film stars John Goodman. Uh, it also, st- who is basically phoning it in. I, he's. Yeah, he looks rather bored. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this. that was a character choice either because I've seen him, I, I like John Goodman as an actor yeah. and I've seen him do, you know, more subdued roles, you know, but he's still very interesting. I'm still very much into what it is he's doing. And in this, I, I could care as much as he did. It's <laughs> yeah, like it. It looks like most of his scenes because he he does a lot of uh, watching other people right. in his job in in the film, and it it looks like he's watching Captive State throughout most of the film. Yes, that's how bored yes. he looks. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, and yeah, yep. like you said, he is a good actor. In fact, there's a, a number of people who've done other works. Sure. That are very good in other things, but they were not in this, right. you know, um, and we, we didn't really address it because, you know, we're not really to the story and all that stuff. But uh, character development is an atrocity. No, it's just not there. Yeah. It's just not there. I mean, the way this film is directed and paced, you know, we, we meet certain characters and then they disappear and then we get introduced to a whole new bunch of characters that... They seem like they're supposed to be important, but to us, we have no idea who any of yeah. them are. It's 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 a mess when it comes to that. Yeah, like the pacing of a soap opera, but like crammed into because you know soap operas. They, you know, we we cut away, we go to a different story for like an episode or something like that, right. and they stretch it out over a long period of time. Yeah. Um, but take that and condense it down into an hour and forty, and that's yeah. You know what what. Why? Yeah, it's 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 all too much. But again, their main goal is just to be clever. That's it. That's all they were trying to do. And it they it was like they couldn't be bothered yeah. with giving us people to care about. Um, so it also stars Ashton Sanders, um, who is if you he was from he starred in Moonlight. Uh, so he played a kid in Moonlight, and then he also played the kid in Equalizer Two. Uh, if you've seen that, um, I, and look uh, again, this is one of those roles where it's you know he's not bad it's just the role itself i don't really care i it's... mean maybe it's just because he's young 
Yeah. You know, and hungry for, for movies. Yeah. Um, but he he has way more invested in this than John Goodman. Yes, he does. You can tell. <laughs> yes, he, he does. He's actually doing a bit of acting in this. Right. And him. And, and so he has an older brother who's played by Jonathan Majors, uh, who kind of does the same thing. He's, he's yeah. not a very, you know... Uh, highly popular face, you, you know, you wouldn't really know where he's from. And both of them, I, I mean, they do the best they can with yeah. what they have. It's clear that they know how to act. You know what I mean? There's never a point where you're like, yeah, I don't know why they're here, other than the film itself. But for them, it's clear that they're trying to do the best they can. Yeah. Um, and it, they, they just yeah. don't have a lot to. Yeah, they're not. Get, like, do, I guess. They're not, um, center enough in the film to carry it. Is right. the problem, and then right. then one of the issues is that no one really is. Right. So while John Goodman may look bored, he's not he's not carrying it, nor is he bringing it down. It's sort of right, you know, yeah. it's, all, all across the board. Everybody's kind of yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and that's the problem because the story and direction is bringing it down right a lot. <laughs> so yeah, uh, and then lastly, uh, Vera Farmiga. Uh, who again is is one of my uh, favorite actresses who always kind of sneaks into films and I'm like oh I like her this is not the case she's so what I think is I think she actually did some top notch acting in this oh, did, oh. because what I feel like she shares a lot of scenes with John Goodman right mm-hmm. so I think that she got into a scene and she was like oh I'll see what he's doing I'm going to match him <laughs> so you think she wanted to give more but she was just trying to, you know, yeah, no. even out the scene she a bit. She was like, look, if he's going to phone it in, so am I, because I'm an actress. All and right. So I feel like she's acting bored intentionally. But look, you've got to give somebody credit in this film. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Also, she's got like two minutes of screen time, yeah. I feel. Right. Not, yeah. not a lot. Yeah, um, not at all. You know, there's, um, yeah. there's plenty of other faces in this there's, film. More faces than there should be, to be honest with you. Uh, if If you do see this film which I'm going to be honest, right up top, I don't recommend. Uh, but if you do see this film, you're going to be like, wait, what's he doing here? Uh, there's a lot of that, yeah. uh, which is shocking yeah. uh, for this film. Yeah. But again, it's just, the movie's not really about any one character. So a lot of these people, they show up, they, they piss off. Right. Uh, then they show up again. Yeah. Sometimes they have things to do. Sometimes they don't. So it does, It you know, like you said, you're like, why are they here? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so I think we can we can maybe get into plot a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this film takes place uh, ten years. Well, I think it takes place a little bit more, but it's basically ten years after the invasion. Yeah, because there was a, some. We see like a grave or a tombstone or something like that where it said like twenty twenty three. Yeah, it's it's something where the, there's an invasion of an alien race. They basically take everything over. They shut down the grid, uh, and then the governments of the world collaborate with them. Uh, and then the aliens actually live underground, uh, and they run everything from underground. Sure. I, I guess. I'm, honestly, I'm shooting shafts in the dark here. Yeah. Um, we, we don't really know. We don't, because honestly, most of this exposition is in typed messages at the yeah. very beginning right of the, the film. Yeah, over the opening credits. And that is it. They never address, uh, I don't know what they're there for. I don't exactly know what it is they do. Uh, and you mentioned this. I don't know how they changed the world yeah. for good or better. I mean, aside from from the people that we're dealing with right up front. Because right. you know, the film takes place in Chicago. Yes. Right? Though it looks like they filmed it in Detroit. Um, 
No, it's pretty run down. Yeah, so, no, it is. Um, but it's, yeah, we don't, they, there's a little bit that we see yeah. with like people have like uh, these things implanted in them. Yeah, which that, is never explained. That don't, <laughs> you, you, you question what they do and what they don't do. Yeah. Because at some points it allows people to eavesdrop. Other times it looks like, like they're going to pop out of their necks. Or like maybe they contain explosives. We don't know. Yeah, we have no idea what they are. We have no clue yeah. what they do. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and so, but overall, you really just have no idea how they've impacted the planet. Yeah, and so it's like, why should I even care? Yeah, and it that's looks- that's a lot of why these characters don't matter because it's just sure aliens invaded the world and we're like, mm-hmm. great, why? Yeah, did you, you don't the, need them though. Did you get the? Because I feel that like budget is definitely a factor here. Yes. Uh, in your, when we talk about effects, but did you get the feeling that in some scenes, like they just wherever they filmed it, whether it was in Chicago or not, it was just like they had a camera and they were on the streets of Chicago on a normal day. Because that's it. There were scenes where it's just like people going about their business. Yeah. It's like, so are they aliens or they're not aliens? I, yeah, and you, you never get. Uh, yeah, again, uh, like I think you put it best is. You never get a sense of how this invasion has transformed the world. Other than they now live with aliens. that And it's like, okay, great. Why? <laughs> if it's just not enough and the exposition isn't... It's so quick and you blink and you miss it. Uh, and then you're going to be confused for most of the film. Um, so, yeah, so that happens and then... There's a, a, basically a terrorist cell is essentially what they are, mm. um, that are operating in this, you know, zone, uh, of Chicago and they've got a big well, resistance fighters. Yeah, let's call them what they are. Um, that's because, what, that's what they called themselves. I'm just yeah, saying. Uh, yeah, so, all right, fine. They're resistance <laughs> fighters. Um, uh, but yeah, they're, they're essentially a terrorist cell. That's, that's what they're labeled as. And they, you know, they basically devised a plot to start a war, um, and then that's really it. I mean, you see, the overarching plot is the same thing as, say, Independence Day, right? Okay. Because like, the aliens, they, they've overpowered us, right? But we, if we can show the rest of the world that we can fight back, yes. then they'll all join together and celebrate their Independence Day or right. whatever, you know? Right. Without the speech, because that, that right. doesn't exist. Without, without any of, of that <laughs> film, really. <laughs> you know, no Will Smith, yeah. welcome to Earth, none of that. No. Yeah. Um, in fact, not, not even, I feel like, we don't really get to know the aliens that much in Independence Day, but we got to know them more than we got to know these things. Yeah, a bit more how they function, why they exist, what they yeah. do, what hurts them, and, and here it's just... But again, I, I feel like, and this is one of those things maybe I don't blame the writer for, if fully, let me explain. Okay. Because this film feels so low budget, I feel like they were like, well, we can't show the aliens because we can't afford to. But that doesn't mean you can't work in some story elements that explain their presence or right. what they're doing or anything like that. Right. But yeah, we don't really get to see them a lot. There's three sequences, and they're all really in shadow. Yeah. There's, I think there's only maybe two where you get an up close. Yeah. You know, kind of look. Yeah, because uh, the one, the one with the with the terrorist attack, it's they're like fuzzy at the end of a hallway. Yeah. So right. I don't even know yeah. if you can really count right. that. But they look. Um, terrible okay at first do. they sort of they look, really do don't they look like cousin it yeah at, at first yeah. at first and then they do the you know the thing with all the with all the nails on it and you can put your hand in it and it creates yes. the shape of your hand yes. on the right. other side and that, they become that they sort of do that yeah and yeah. 
that's it, I guess. But you're never sure, and they they do that. And obviously, when we get into spoilers, you know, we'll talk about it. But there's things that happen and things that they do where you're like, how did they take over everything? It it is uh, honestly, I'm not exactly sure what this film is supposed to be about. I and know, I don't know that they did take it. Maybe, maybe we just they showed up and we were like, take it, take it, <laughs> go, it's all yours. We surrender, <laughs> and they're like, well, we just no, we just stop and say hi. No, no, it's yours. No, 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 give backsies. Whatever you want. <laughs> We've seen the movies. We yeah. know you're going to blow up everything. Yeah, so. you know, you, you want a nice place underground. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll build your tunnels. It'll be great. You just have it. Yeah, it's, that's what it feels like. It is. That is exactly what it feels like. Um, and I think you know. And this is the last thing I'll say. I'll say about plot. But this film lacks any kind of theme. Uh, most films, especially when you know they're even if they're boring, right? Like it, you know, we we've kind of compared it to a couple of other films right. that we've done. Um, so even if you take something as I don't know, not as good as Robin Hood, right? At least Robin Hood has a theme. It's got something that the film is trying to say at the end. Now, whether that comes across well, whether that's a good thing, that's up for the film itself. Right. I honestly do not know what this film is trying to say. I, I, do, I don't know the theme. I don't know the point. I, I walked away just feeling like, great. It just, you know what I mean? I, well, I felt I left this theater feeling as liberated as I suppose the people at the end of this film, even though they don't. I don't. I yeah, don't know. It's I not, was as soon as it ended, I was like, "Thank Christ!" Yeah, it was just one of those like my captive state has ended. Thank you so much. Yes. That's all <laughs> I could say because the film doesn't even come to a definite conclusion. I feel no, like it's, it really doesn't. It's and I won't. I won't say that it's hopeful. Like, oh, we're going to get a sequel or something like that. It's just. It shouldn't it's just, be. It's just the way it's written. Yeah. It's, it's no. uh, not good. No. So shall no. we shall we rate it so we can... Because I almost, I almost I feel like spoiled everything right then. No, so. no, you did. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Uh, I, I'm going to give it... Oh, man, this film is bad. Um, do you want me to go? Cause I do. I've yeah. got mine. So yeah. look, um, I know when, when we came out here, we was talking about like the, the bad movies we've seen recently, right? And Replicas was... It's top it was of that list. Yes, right? it was. And so I don't remember what I gave replicas. Yeah. Okay. But I'm giving this one out of five times that I would rather watch replicas <laughs> than watch this again. That, uh, okay. That is how bad and boring this was. Yeah. All right. Um, well, you know what? I'm going to keep with the theme. Um, and I, I don't even know if I could give this a full... This film was bad. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if I could ever go into the points. Into the points, right? Yeah, because yeah. like people, people worked on this. I know. It feels it, rude. It feels rude, right? I, I feel like zero to point nine shouldn't exist, right? Uh, so for me, I'm gonna give it the lowest score that I can, I can give a film. Uh, I'm gonna give it one out of five times. I would rather watch the new Robin Hood. Yeah, it's. That's that's where we are. This this honestly might take the cake for the worst film of 2019 so far that so, we that we have seen. Yes, it's it's bad. It's not good, but uh, I think it's time. I think so. Spoil the dance. Spoil the dance. Spoil the dance. Spoil the dance. Ah, yeah. So 
It's time for spoilers, everyone. If yeah. you don't want this movie ruined for... Look, we're not ruining much. No, it's um, there's not a lot to spoil for yeah, you. But so. if, I guess if you haven't seen it and you don't want it spoiled, now would be the time to uh, go away. Otherwise, remain in a captive state. Yeah. I'm watching this. You see what I did there? I did see what you, you did there. Yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah, it was better than the film. I know. Yeah, well done. So, I cannot believe that John Goodman was Kaiser Soze the whole time. <laughs> You know what, Caitlin? For the first time in a very long time, you're kind of right. Yeah. You're kind of right, actually. Except without all the cleverness. Yeah, you know, all was. the things that made it interesting when it happened. Yeah, because yeah. I remember that reveal in Usual Suspects. You were just like, what? Yes. Right? This? Pretty early on. You're like, yeah, yeah now I feel like... Because... So basically, the whole movie is this setup for them doing a Trojan horse, is essentially right. what it is. Right. right. Um, but they hit you over the head with it pretty early on. There's a scene between John Goodman and uh, Vera. Vera, and she's got a post, a, p- a picture on the wall of a Trojan horse. Yeah. And she says, right before, it's like their first scene together. Yeah. Of two, right? They have like two scenes yeah. together. And she says, beware Greeks bearing gifts. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and then she gives him this package and he leaves. And then he's doing the whole, I'm the bad guy thing for the, the rest right. of the film. Right. But when we reveal what's in the box, it's a cell phone. Yeah. And that seems to be something that the aliens have been destroying a lot of. Yeah. And, 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 and again, guessing. Uh, but it no seems reason. like yeah. uh, it seems like what the aliens did is they came in and they basically knocked our technology back to the Stone Age. Like they they get they systematically uh, something like this. So, sure, not, they're systematically really, though, getting. Yeah. I know, but they're systematically getting rid of you know digital life in yeah. you know. Uh, so people still use payphones and newspapers uh, are a newspapers thing. are a thing. Um, so yeah, they've kind of knocked everything back a bit. Um, so the the idea of John Goodman getting a cell phone is significant because most people, if at all, don't have those anymore. It's yeah. not a commodity that they have. And the the kid actually works in a factory that destroys data cards. Yep. So they basically upload all of the data onto their central, you know, thing. The cloud. The cloud, right? This is what happens when the cloud takes over. Looking at you, Google. Um, so, yeah, so they upload it to the cloud and then they destroy the physical copy, right? Um Again, I'm basically making the film up. I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but that's that's what I think yeah, happens. Again, they never explain why. Right. You know, right. it's it's so frustrating because there's no world building going on. And this None. is our world. Yeah. And it felt so alien. Yeah. In it because there's just nothing is explained. And yeah. It's so, why? Why are they here? They yeah. have no idea. There's None. something about, something about them mining resources. Right. But we don't ever see it. We don't, they, there's, occasionally there's humans that are shipped off places. Like when the, when the brother Right. Oh yeah. At, right. At one point, the brother gets shipped off with uh, with one of the other resistance fighters. With, yeah. With um, what's his name, Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And he like, where did they go? Yeah. We never see them. And again. they show that that transport like four times in the film, going back and forth. It yeah. goes up, and we're just like, okay, 
Can you tell me what's happening? Yeah, and the ship is probably one of the better special effects. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and even that, it's not great. No, it's it's really not. There's it's... A, the scene where the kid is on the pier, and it's in the background, and you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you're like, no, that doesn't look good. Um, yeah, it, this, you know, and part of it too is, I think, and again, I'm just trying to give some credence to what's going on but i think what they were trying to do and and i believe that they failed at this but i think what they were trying to do is they were trying to demonstrate how resistance labeled as terrorists would actually operate like if you had a cell that was trying to rebel against a dictatorship or you know overarching government or whatever the case may be this is how a cell would bring it down so they use all of these different tactics of you know communication and you know because obviously we're in the spoiler section but what gets revealed is that everybody knew that there was no getting out of this so all of these all of these rebels uh all of them knew that the the end game was death yeah they, they all knew they were going to die participating in this yeah um and you know that honestly that that gets revealed kind of towards the end um but that was the plan all along that they all they all perish in order to kind of overthrow this government um and i think that's what they were trying to do but again right. because you don't tell me what it is they're living under to rebel against well, i don't care but also what's funny is that everything about this is so the, the, so them trying when i said them trying to be clever right is this whole Oh my goodness, John Goodman's been in on it the right. whole time. So he works for the government, right. which works for the aliens, right? So he's actively pursuing this cell, trying to stop them throughout the whole right. film. And and then at the end, it reveals that he's the key that they've yeah, he's, been. He's the one. They've intentionally <laughs> failed so that he could get promoted, so that he can be because only people in charge get to visit the wherever the aliens are. Right. And so he gets to go down there and suicide bomber himself. Yeah, that's, and that's it. Like yeah, that's the that's whole the point. end of the film. Yeah, and and again, that surprise isn't even surprising when that when that reveal happens. You're like, called it. Yeah. you know. As soon as he gets the cell phone from yeah. from Vera, you're like, oh, yeah, no, he's, so he's in on yeah, it. Yeah, he's a good guy. And you know, again, like he was saying, they're trying to be clever, so they do a lot to throw yeah. you off the scent. But by the time you get to kind of the plan and people are starting to die, you're like. Oh yeah, no, but, he's he's pursuing them because that's what he's supposed yeah. to do. But also in being in trying to be clever, so you've created where these aliens, they they take they're taking everyone's technology. Now keep in mind, what ta- this is taking place nine years after they've invaded, right? Right. So, uh, and apparently Chicago is one of their big hubs. So, um, they've been taking everyone's data all this time. I don't even know how they don't have it all at this point, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So they've been taking it and uploading it so that they have it, presumably. And then we're, there's this reveal at the end that the cell phone just contained a SIM card that had a video of, of the main kid when he was unborn. Like when right. he was still a babe, well, you know, his mom was pregnant with him, right? Yeah. And it shows that all the characters that we met in this resistance they were all friends. Yeah. Beforehand. Right. They all worked together, right? They were having a family function. And it's like, even if I believed that this SIM card was the only bit of evidence that ever tied these individuals together. Right. That, which is not. Right. right. There's records of them working together and that sort of thing. How would the aliens not know it? You know what I mean? And, and you could make the argument, oh, well, maybe even at the start of it, John Goodman was feeding them false information. But it's like, 
I don't know that he would have been in that position back then. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. It, it's, it it's all very really starts to fall apart. Yeah, and again, that's where this film just keeps presuming things. It just keeps assuming we understand, and it's like, yeah, I, I don't. If you've been farming information for ten years, you would think that there's enough. Uh, there's no way from the minute they showed up, they were like, all right, guys, we're gonna create a terrorist cell. Uh, no. No, there's no way. This this was a plan that was enacted long after yeah. the the aliens have completely taken over, right? Yeah. This is a final step yeah, because just... you know that because uh, they've already tried to overthrow the aliens. Yeah, because they have failed. this whole thing about Wicker Park, which was one of the places that uh, you know they tried, and then the aliens basically bombed them completely and wiped Wicker Park off the map. So they've already tried it once. So I don't know. To me, it's just, it's so weird. Yeah. It's so, it just assumes a lot and it doesn't give you enough. And look, I'm all fine for a slow burn. I really am. I, I don't mind a film being slow. You've just got to give me a reason to care. And I just didn't. Yeah. And that's, I mean, really, when you have, so you don't have this weird mystery with a big surprise at the end because you can see it coming from a mile away. But then also you haven't, you haven't devoted any time to us really seeing the threat of the aliens nor do we get any real characterization. There's no character building uh, of, across all these different characters right. that we meet that, that appear and disappear. Even the main kid, at one point, he he gets surrounded by these weird alien devices that fly with Which sucker faces. never explained. <laughs> and then he puts on, a, and he's in a little thing, and it, they completely cover it up, right? But he puts his collar on, which negates this chip that he has, which looks like it's a living creature. Yeah. When they show it, but again, we never get any explanation as to what they do. Um, so apparently it blocks the signal, and then we cut away from him. We don't come back to him for the longest time. I, I want to say to, a good majority of the film. To the point that I forgot he was in the movie. I did too. I did too. It's such a jarring difference, because for the first, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes of the film, our focus is this younger kid, this younger brother, who th presumes that his older brother is dead, and then he discovers that his older brother is not, his older brother's a part of the resistance, and he tells his younger brother, you've got to get out of town. Well, of course, the kid doesn't do that, right? And then he gets stuck. And then we spend the next 40 minutes watching this terror cell enact their plan. But the kid is gone. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> and you're just like, but why did we start here? Like, they're not even... Honestly, you could have taken out that entire storyline, the entire storyline of the brothers, and the film would have yeah. operated and exactly it, the same way. Nothing would have changed. And again, because we never get to know them enough to care. We don't get to see them when they're young. And because there's a clip of them at the very beginning when they're really young and they're, they're, they're dad and sister? I think, it, I think it's their mum. Because I, I thought he said something that made it... Anyway, whatever, it doesn't matter. They're killed, and the kids see the aliens up close, and that's it. Then we cut away, and it's nine years later. But we never see them really engaged. So right. when they have their reunion, you're just like, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, and yeah. that's pretty much how every character felt. Like, there's no... And no point in so when there's this big reveal at the end when the kid looks at the chip, and it shows that they were all you know, friends with his parents and they do, they're doing it for the future. And you're just like, I, I, I just want this to be over. <laughs> yes. Yes. That, but, that is how I felt 
very early on in the film. Like, the moment we realised that he is the Trojan horse, it was just like, could we just, just send him there? Yes. Yeah. Just, just right away. Just, just do it. We don't Stop need... Stop dragging And they out. drag it out by so much. They added so much as he even gets revealed. And there's still a good 10 to 15 minutes after also, this film. What was with the girlfriend in the elevator? I had no idea. There's a, there's a character that's introduced that's like the, the girlfriend of the main kid and she's been basically feeding John Goodman information about him, essentially, like, yeah, you know, to keep tabs on him. And then at the very end, when John Goodman's getting ready to go down in the elevator to where the aliens are, she's there, and she looks confused, and then he looks bored still, and you, and then it cuts away, and then it's back to him, and then he's going down, and you're like, what just happened? Why Why was she there? I, I have no idea. Was Is there an edit somewhere where that matters? Look, I, if I didn't hate this movie so much, <laughs> I would love to see all the stuff that didn't make it yeah. to maybe see if it made more sense. Yeah. But yeah. it's... I, I, doubtful. Doubtful. Yeah. yeah. This, this Honestly, this film was very frustrating. Uh, it was very frustrating to watch. And one of the things I know we've kind of already made our comparisons, but there's at least something in things like Replicas and Robin Hood. Well, it's not overall to make it a good film, but there's at least something or someone where you're like, okay, I, I enjoy this. Well, like you said, the theme. Sure. Right? If a film has a theme, we can get behind it. Right. You know? Right. And, and I know sometimes, like, they, I actually thought uh, this film was going to be sort of similar of uh, District 9. Is that the name of yeah. it? Yeah. You know how right. they, they use the, the movie as a metaphor for apartheid, right? Exactly. All that. Right. This didn't have that, you know. Yeah. Uh, some films go the action route, you know, your, your skylines, right? Which is not a good film, but I would watch that fifty times, hundred times before, over. before this, right? But again, it had a theme. This is a sci-fi, cheesy action popcorn film, right? Same with like Independence Day. Yep. This doesn't yep. have any identity like that. Yep. I'll give you Independence Day resurgence over this. Yeah. It's it's like this tried to be Ocean's Eleven with aliens, but not without all the charm that made yeah. Ocean's Eleven what it is. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no comedy. There's no drama. You just, it's boring. Yeah. There's no tension really, because I don't care if any of these people live or die. And so even the way it ends. Yeah. He goes down and we get the, the visual look like the thing he's got hidden on his body is going to explode and end credits. And then there's like, we're going to stick around right for the credits yeah so oh yeah they're showing like a blip on a radar that's like this uh this alien thing has been taken down in in chicago and then it's like oh people are revolting over here and all this so we're supposed to be like oh i guess humanity won yay but <laughs> yeah we could not get out of there fast <laughs> oh, enough oh no oh no i was dumbfounded when i sat there and i was just like what what just happened? You know, maybe there was an end credit that just explained everything. <laughs> well, just the it. director like, yeah. hey guys, I know you didn't get my film, so let me fill you in. Just a quick cliff notes. Of the... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this this was bad. I, you know, I, I cannot, I cannot not recommend this film enough. Um, it is, yeah. it is not worth your time. I wouldn't even catch it when it comes on on TNT. Yeah, I mean, look, we, you know, we like to say, you know, see it for yourself and make your own judgments. But yeah. I just don't, I don't know what f film genre you could be a fan of that you right. would like this. Well, this has been Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Kalen Burrows. And we will see you after the next film. 
Thank you.